0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tribe Method podcast, where we help gym owners, coaches, and trainers run better businesses and inspire healthier humans. My name is Evan Bardis. I'm your host and the head of marketing here at Tribe, a powerful gym management platform designed to help you build your fitness community. Now, let's get started. So we have Max with us, who is a, a co-owner of uh, Tilt, uh, in Connecticut, or excuse me, in Massachusetts rather. With how many how many tilts do you have now, Max? Uh,
1: there are five. There are five tilts. So we have wow. uh, three community gyms: Waltham, uh, Southboro, and Sudbury. We have two corporate gyms in Cambridge and Wellesley.
0: So I guess start me off with just the big question, which is what is probably the number one problem you guys are facing right now that you're trying to solve.
1: Uh, to be honest with you, I don't view it as a problem. Um, so what we're doing right now is we've made the switch to, uh, a virtual classroom. So, um, Along with uh, CrossFit New England, that's a sister gym for us. We were one of the first gyms that closed. In fact, uh, we closed probably a week before it was mandated that gyms closed because uh, Ben and I both agreed, and uh, LJ as well, which are my uh, two other business partners, that if we are truly a health and wellness company, we should be at the forefront of uh, helping people get better. And it's probably not smart for us to stay open. Um, if again, we're truly trying to serve everybody and make them healthier, um, um, we don't want to have too many people in close
2: proximity so Thank um, you for jumping on that fast
1: yeah, I think um I think you know you could always hold on for a little bit longer for us uh, we received uh, really uh, really big outpouring of support we closed nobody was upset. everybody was very happy that we were again taking their health and wellness into consideration as well as the health and wellness of uh, my staff I have ten full- time employees and one part time employee I need to make sure that they stay healthy as well that's our you know our focus is our members and our employees that's that's what we care about um, so when we decided to close um, almost immediately we started to try and uh, figure out how can we continue to run classes because um, we knew that things were gonna shift and we had already uh, explored Zoom, uh, YouTube Live and like a, in Instagram Live and so we kind of ran through all three and we uh settled on zoom we really liked the format it's actually what we're calling on right now and i think this is this is the format that a lot of people are going with and so uh we did a couple little trial classes and then once we figured out that like hey we can certainly do this um i immediately broke my co uh my coaching staff into small groups of three and this is kind of like their isolation group so um the way that it works right now is we shoot um, live classes at all three of our community gyms. And at those gyms, uh, three coaches are there, you know, we're trying to practice social distancing. Um, At the same time, these are really the only three people that they are in contact with. Um, So I believe it's as safe as we can get while also um, providing good quality classes. Um, And so, like I said, once we decided on Zoom, then we just were like, all right, let's roll out a full schedule. Um, We thought that with our resources, with 10 coaches, um, it's certainly possible for us to offer not only a full schedule, but try and figure out, hey, other than CrossFit, what else can we offer these people? Because people are home right now for a very long time. And yes, CrossFit classes are wonderful. Limited equipment classes are great. But now we're offering, you know, cardio. We offer like a bodybuilding class. We offer a mobility class, a yoga class, a bulletproof back. Um, So the nice thing when you have, you know, 10 employees is you can kind of pool everybody's expertise and then push it out to the members. And that's, that's our goal right now is to push out as much content as possible to the members.
0: And how much of your content right now is pre-recorded workouts that you're distributing to them and then kind of checking in or, or doing the live workout via Zoom? And how much of it is actually just giving people the information to go onto that Zoom at that time and you're doing the workout live?
1: So, the process that we're going through right now is on Saturday, and we just started this last Saturday. I record um, a workout brief movement breakdown in strategy for every workout that we do. That then gets posted onto our blog with full warm up every modification you could possibly think of now that's for people that don't want to sign on to zoom and it's and if you look on our website crossfit tilt Waltham or crossfit tilt Sudbury, you can see what we do and it's a pretty thorough breakdown but on there is also the link to zoom as well as our class times underneath that is our vimeo link we upload every live class we do during the day to vimeo and that gets pushed out to our members so My goal is as much content and as much communication as possible. I want to over communicate everything. So you have Vimeo
2: channel. You're doing uh, basically video and demand for your memberships as well. What's that? You have a video channel, and you've got a video and demand for your memberships as well.
1: So it's so it's Zoom live, and then Vimeo. Vimeo. uh, We upload all the Zoom. classes to that so people can kind of watch them whenever they want yeah. um, which is nice because we're doing these mobility classes so now they're up there and people can just
0: kind of point and click pull a mobility piece down if they need to
2: Got
0: it. very nice and so in terms of your your attendance per class I mean has that dipped significantly because it's online because people have you know the kids running around and they're balancing remote work with having to handle kids now uh, eight hours 10 hours a day um, have you seen any material change? Well, so I
1: think, you know, it's interesting, right? Because right now we're, we're pulling from, you know, three or four of our communities. I mean, possibly all, all five of our communities, one of our corporate gyms. Um, we also do some stuff specifically for them. But, you know, we're, we're running classes. You know, we had a 5 p.m. class yesterday that was like 40 people in there. Um which is you know larger than what I would normally run at like one of our Waltham Sudbury or Southborough gyms so there um there are fewer class times right so we're probably we're running about six classes a day now when um at our community gyms we running about eight or nine classes a day uh, so what i would consider to be a limited schedule um but again i'm i'm very happy that we're able to offer like this kind of robust and full schedule where people can kind of like figure out hey today i want to do crossfit today i want to do core and cardio so um i think we're i think as this goes on and my belief is that it's going to go on for a little while. Um, we're going to see more and more people, but I'm very happy to see, honestly, I'd be happy with one person in my class. I'm happy with 20, 30, 40. I mean, we're just happy that people are signing in uh, and staying active in our community. And that's, that's also our, our big focus is that is uh, keeping people active in the community.
0: Right on. Are you leveraging the tribe app to distribute links as far as zoom and the Vimeo stuff in, or, or how are how are you using some of that?
1: We probably should, uh, we're, we're not. And we're, and this is, this is the other thing is like, we're just kind of figuring out things that work as we go. So we figured Zoom worked and um, our blog is super popular. So um, I'm like Bubba, I'm a product of CrossFit New England. Um, when I started at CrossFit New England, their blog was getting like 100 to 120 individual comments a day. Right now, um, our blog and our Facebook groups are the most popular they've ever been. We're seeing more comments, more interaction than we've ever seen. And so what we're actually doing is, uh, we're now doing a lot of social stuff with Zoom. So we did. Um, we had like seven or eight of our coaches the other day do a, a Scattergories game night and it was all through Zoom. So seven or eight coaches actually had uh, 10 to 12 of our athletes sign in and we did a little screen share and it was great. So we're now we're now moving we feel like we have the classes down. And I'm I'm seeing this as a couple different phases. Our first phase was can we get people engaged in virtual classes. And once we do that, that's awesome. Let's keep that spinning, but now we need to get people engaged socially, right? Because that's one of the things that we all love about going to our CrossFit gyms, right? And this is also, you know, how I know Bubba, right? Because we went to the same gym, you make these really wonderful connections. How are we going to keep these connections going during a time where you're really not seeing these people very much? So one, they're going to get to see them during their virtual class. So that means we start our classes five minutes early, and we end them five minutes late. We want to make sure that people have a chance to interact during these times. But now we also need to create opportunities for them socially to get together, interact with their classmates so now we're doing um you know a bunch of different games we're doing movie clubs book clubs all this stuff through zoom it's uh for me like this is when we started the thing it's it's not a problem for me this is extremely positive you know i think it's just a shift and gyms that are going to be successful and by successful i'm not meaning like you know, they're, they're going to bring in X amount of money. They're successful, meaning that they're going to keep the attention of their community is going to just figure out what works. And so for me, it's like, let's come up with as many ideas as possible, throw them against the wall, see what
2: sticks and go with it. Yeah, uh, that's a great strategy. You're going to see what things are going to be working now that you would not even thought of before. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, gyms are a, a social hub for a lot of people, uh, which is now gone. So they still have that. It's any, not gonna, It's different, right? Well, it's, it's a, different. Yeah, you're not interacting, you know, with people the way you used to interact.
1: Yeah, but you know, Bubba, to to kind of push back on that, I I would think that a lot of gym owners right now, um, for for larger communities, may be in better contact with their members than they've ever been. Um, I know, you know, one of my uh, one of my buddies, Tim Paulson, who is out in uh, Ithaca, New York, um, right, is is zooming, FaceTiming, calling every single one of his members. I mean, for gym owners right now. So um, I've I've been an owner of Tilt for you know four plus years, and my my work day right now is way slower than it's ever been. You know, I'm used to waking up at 4 a.m., leaving the gym at 6 or 7 p.m. I've been doing that for the past four years. Now, right now, I'm sleeping until 6 a.m., which is nice, but there's a whole lot more time to interact with our members. Now, granted, it's not like it was before where we're kind of passing in the gym, but there's a lot more opportunities to be calling people, emailing people, messaging people. And I think, again, that the successful affiliates, the ones that will continue to keep everybody together, are doing this stuff right now they're calling, they're texting, they're doing everything they can uh, to keep people engaged.
2: That's cool.
0: Yeah, so talk to me a little bit about, um, you mentioned how, and I generally agree with the-
2: Accept that push. Yeah,
0: I generally agree with the idea that there is phases to it. And that I think a lot of people, even in the past two weeks, have been trying to figure out, You the first it was like, shit, I have a problem, I have to do something. And then I think the second phase, which we're still going through, is people is trying to solve the challenge of, do I do Instagram Live? Do I do Zoom? Something you've already solved. Um, a lot of people can be like be fatalistic, like, oh,
2: look at this, what's been done on to me and stuff like that. And when I, when I give Max, is like, there's a lot of, like, you know, aggressively embrace the future. Find out what works. Find out how you engage your members.
1: You know, uh-huh. to, to be perfectly honest with you, I had, like, two hours when, like, this whole thing happened. I, you know, had a pity party. You know, for two hours I was super scared, very nervous. I really didn't know what to think. And then I was like, all right, well, like what are you gonna do? It's like it's like sink or swim, right? And um, you know, for for me and, and any gym owner that's that's watching this right now, your your gym is like it's everything that you have. And and for me that that's how I feel. This is uh not only my job, it's my passion. Um the members are my best friends. My, um, my coaches, I care deeply about. My business partner, LJ, Ben, they care deeply about the coaches. So it's, for me, it's like, okay, well, like, let's figure out how we can make this work for our members, for our coaches, and not try and look too far ahead. And I certainly feel like if right now you're thinking like, oh, you know, what's this going to be in a month, two months? I, I think that's, I think focus on today. And like focus on tomorrow and don't worry about putting out like, oh, my virtual class has to be the best possible virtual class. All your members want is to see you. That's it. They want to see you. They want to interact. They want to feel like they're working out with their group. Right. So, you know, if you have this amazing production, that's great. But if it's you on a laptop and you're talking to your members and bringing them through the workout, they're probably going to be pretty happy, you know, because myself included, like I had no clue what we were doing with this. So we experimented for a day and it worked.
0: Yeah. And I think the two big takeaways, right, are, are doubling down on member engagement, which you've clearly done. I think you mentioned that you've never been more connected to your community. And you can make an argument that because your Facebook group and your blog are the most popular they've ever been, that's um, credence to that concept. Um, and then you mentioned kind of the next phase of, of what you guys are doing is also just driving engagement. That's almost unrelated to fitness, uh, doing categories and things like that. How do you see kind of this next phase of, you know, we have classes down, uh, we're going into a more of a, an engagement focused, whether it's fitness or non, what, what does that next phase for you look like?
1: Uh, so again, um, a big focus for me is what we're doing right now. But what I would say is kind of like the third thing that we're going to focus on is. As we move through April, the, the way that I look at it right now is I think it's pretty clear that we're not going to be coming back to the gym as we know it for another month, M- minimum. That's that's really what I think. Um, so um, thinking about ideas for when you are allowed to reopen your gym, um, what is a safe way to do that? So things I've thought about already. Um limiting the amount of members you're allowed to have at your gym at one time. In, in my head, um, there should be no more than 10 people in a gym at any time a month, maybe two or three months down the road. So what that looks like is you're probably taking your class time, your, your class length down from like an hour to maybe 45 minutes. And the reason I would do that is, I mean, actually, the first thing that I would do is like grid out the ground with duct tape. So everybody has a little area that they're going to stay in the entire time during the class. That sounds like pretty safe to me. Then I would cut down my class times from an hour to about 45 minutes. This is going to allow people to come and work out. And then as soon as they finish working out, they kind of have to leave the facility. And during that time, coaches can then, you know, sanitize the area. And then there is no groups of people passing each other. It's, you know, 10 people in, 10 people out gyms cleared, another 10 in, another 10 out. And again, I think this is pretty far down the road. I don't think you're gonna see this for another month, maybe two, um, but it couldn't hurt to just start thinking about what are the best practices um, for the eventual return to the gym. You know, I again, I would love to say, like, I think, you know, we're gonna get back to the our normal workouts very soon. Um, And if that's the case, awesome. But I would much rather be prepared for kind of like a hybrid
2: version of of a normal class procedure. So this this question pops in my head right now. Um, Do you think this whole experience changes your community permanently or did it go back to where it was uh, uh, before the pandemic?
1: Oh, you know, Bob, I think this is a much larger question than at gyms. I think this is probably going to affect everybody's day to day life for a very long time. I think, um, I think you are going to see a huge shift in general um, across the board in, in any group activities, in, in anything. Um, now, I think that, yes, it will change maybe what our classes look like. I don't think it's going to change our community very much. Um, I believe during this time right now you have a chance to bring your community closer than they've ever been. It's all—it's all on the gym owner and the coaches. If the gym owner and the coaches are staying active in what they're doing, they can truly capture the attention of, of their members. Because what are your members doing right now besides staying home and working and eating care for your kids, <laughs> eating? I mean, and watching Tiger King on you know on yeah, on Netflix, <laughs> right? Um, besides that, there is. There's this huge opportunity to really take hold of your community. And again, this is for the gym owners that are looking at this as an opportunity and not, like, not as a problem, right? Um, because for me, I'm the eternal optimist. And like I said, I had an hour or two of a pity party, but now I'm back on the train. I'm feeling good. And now we're going to go ahead and make the best of this situation. And that's what all gym, owner, gym owners should do right now.
0: Yeah, and so you took your classes, you brought them online. Are you doing anything in addition to drive more value for the members to keep them more engaged? As an example, some folks are doing, you know, to to keep revenue, to keep memberships strong, and to keep people from just straight up canceling. They've essentially, you know, added a layer of uh, additional member engagement, whether it's a weekly check in with each individual member uh, on top of their membership, but they're not charging for it. It's just pretty much as a way to make sure they're not discounting or canceling memberships and keeping folks engaged have you done anything different there that's that
1: for for us that's just normal protocol right um again like i said i'm very fortunate i have 10 full-time coaches so right now they're calling they're texting they're facetiming they're doing everything Um, so it's like i said it's like everybody's out doing their thing right now uh, contact the members as much as they possibly can asking, Hey, do you need modifications? Hey, what's going on in your life? How are your kids? Um, but the thing is for, for us and what we do, that's, that's kind of like business as usual. That's, that's how we do it. Um, because for, for us, the thing that I always think about when we're looking at our gyms, the things that the things that we bring that I think, you know, other gyms don't, or what I really put our stake in the ground is is we used to say, like, hey, we're, we are all about our coaching, our community, and our cleanliness. Now, um, right now, we can't be in our facilities for, for members, so cleanliness kind of goes to the side. Um, so it's coaching and community. Those are our pillars right now. So if we focus on those two things, like we've always done, we'll continue to be fine. Um, but I can also understand that if you're a, a gym of one or two coaches, that could be pretty overwhelming but at the same time, it's like, you've got nothing but time right now.
0: So. Are you uh, guys doing any one-on-one personal training uh, remotely like this? Have you been before? Yeah. Coaches, coaches are doing
1: one-on-one personal training, but to be honest with you, like one-on-one personal training is normally not that much fun for members. Members really want to be in in a group setting. That's why they signed up for a CrossFit gym and not for one-on-one personal training. Right. Um, uh, i love small i love small group training it's something that i fell in love with when i started doing crossfit i love being coached i love being around other people it's why i think that these zoom classes are so successful now granted um you know if you're at a gym and people want one-on-one personal training that's awesome you know um because it's totally possible over zoom so we have some coaches doing it right now overall though we're not a big personal training gym um We're not we're not a big individualized programming gym. We are big into uh, group training, group programming, and um, kind of that all for one, one for all, three musketeers type of uh, type of trainer.
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure, right on. Um, how long have you been doing Zoom classes? Uh, you know, we we
1: shut down. We shut down the gym on, I forget what Thursday it was. I believe we did our first Zoom class either that, that next day or the day after that. So as soon as, as soon as we decided that we were closing the gym, we immediately f- tried to figure out how we were gonna do this thing digitally. Once we figured out that Zoom worked, we just went and then uh, about a week ago, we upped our schedule to offer more classes and more diverse classes.
2: Got it. So, I mean, what have you seen as far as revenue impact? I mean, you've been doing all these active, uh, you know, engagement, re- outreach. I mean, obviously, you know, best and breed there. Um, you know, I've heard, you know, so we have some sister companies. I've heard stories where the revenue is dropping to zero right now because they're not doing this effective engagement reach out. Um, I'm just yeah. wondering, you guys are doing kind of best practices here. What are you guys seeing?
1: Uh, I think through our three gyms. We have ten cancellations, maybe,
0: Um, and so what is that? Is it like a percentage of your overall membership? Is that tiny? Yeah, that's small. uh, uh, Let me see. Hold on. A fraction. It's a very small fraction. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it's it's very small. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's
1: not. It's 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 not a lot. So I let me just kind of take you through the steps of how we decided to go about this. When we decided to close close the doors to the gym. I immediately drafted up an email and in that email I addressed all the questions they may have about what we're doing moving forward so the first thing I told them was hey we're, we, we closed mid-March right that's that's when we closed and I said you know you're losing two weeks of March and I understand that so what I'm gonna do going forward is in April we're gonna prorate you for two weeks so that means when your April charge goes through it's not gonna it's going to be pretty much half of what you what you pay and um, the reason being is now we're moving to a digital platform we are now um, a virtual gym and we're running virtual classes and we're pushing out content to you all the time which which I still believe has has a lot of value um, especially because that's now what all these gyms are every gym now is a virtual gym there are no gyms that that are open and they're all pushing digital content out to their members at least they should be So um, from there, we had in kind of, you know, our first wave of people saying, hey, don't prorate me. We want to pay the full amount. Um, We see the value that you all are bringing. We also care deeply about the coaches. And this is is one of the best things about running a CrossFit gym or a small group training facility is there is a real face to what you're doing. Uh, There's the face of the business. There's the coaches. And everybody knows each other my belief right now is that CrossFit gyms will be much better off than big box gyms. And I'm not saying like big box, like a big CrossFit gym. I'm saying like large gyms that have, you know, 2,500 to 5,000 members will have a very tough time because that's going to be one of the first things to go. Because when you cancel that membership to whatever gym this is, there's no face involved, right? Now, when you're part of a CrossFit gym, um, You know exactly who's running the gym, you know exactly who the coaches are, and you care about them and they care about you. So if people are in a good financial position, I believe they're going to be holding on to their membership, especially if... The coach and owner is overly communicating, is running virtual classes, is pushing out content, is doing everything they possibly can to let them know, hey, I'm still in your life. Because during a time like this, people can feel extremely isolated. I'm sure everybody right now, Baba, Evan, I'm sure we've all felt this, right? That isolation piece. All of our members are feeling the exact same thing, and they're counting on you, the coach, the owner, to be able to give them that social interaction that they're missing that they used
0: to get from the gym. Uh, have you been blogging before this whole thing, or did you just start blogging as a result uh no we, we we've run a blog
1: since since day one um, yeah, like I said CrossFit New England for me was was the first first kind of Uh, awesome blog that I saw when I started Tilt, you know, four and a half years ago, that was the first thing we did. Um,
2: That was like the the beginning of my experience with community was there. And like, you know, hundreds of comments on the Facebook, you know, the, the blog page, yeah, trash talking people's workouts and back and forth. And that was like, that was the idea notion of community that kind of was one of the kind of founding ideas for tribe. Let's, like, let's try to get that some uh, other place.
1: It, uh, no, it, it's it's phenomenal. And, I, you know, Bubba, I know you feel the same way, but I, did, I had no clue when I walked into CrossFit New England, you know, seven, eight years ago, what I was walking into, right? I actually, the, the first time I walked into CrossFit New England, Bubba was benching in the back room. Um, so. Um, I wish I have a bench right
2: now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so I think um, we've been running a blog for a long time. We, we really, like I said, kind of put our stake in the ground on, on keeping members um, active and engaged. So like our, our closed Facebook groups are so active. We've been doing, you know, live videos for a long time. We've been doing live cooking shows for a long time before any of this was happening. Um, when we were doing member of the month stuff, we were doing member of the month videos. It's, um, so well, that's an idea I haven't heard. The
2: live cooking shows is awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, everybody's
2: cooking at home right now, and everybody's eating badly. I am <laughs> I'm eating uh, badly. I, you know,
1: we're we're still going strong with like our 800 gram challenge. Big shout out to EC, which I think is probably the best. Uh, best. She yeah, does a good job on there. On.
0: Yeah, um, great.
1: No, so we've we've always done stuff online, but obviously, right now, this is that's the platform that we have to use. So now we are just going to go overkill with it. Um, you know, I'm sure there's going to be an opportunity in, you know, a couple weeks or maybe like a month to do some outdoor workouts, but I don't want to roll something out unless I can stick to it. So
0: that makes sense. And actually to that end, I was going to ask you, and maybe you just answered it is, is for the future, are you envisioning a world where you roll out some type of monthly challenge for April or May, if this persists to spice things up? Um, or are you kind of just taking week by week uh, check-ins on how things are going to make sure that you're not going to roll another layer on that complexes that monthly, introduces complexity?
1: What do you mean?
0: I mean, like running a let's say a a, a community challenge for doing um, let's say consuming water. Uh, oh, we're doing we're getting we're, outside for an hour. We're already doing that. Yeah,
1: we're, we're, we're doing that. We do, we're doing a weekly challenge right now. Our weekly challenge is um, I put a video out. It's a two minute burpee challenge. You video yourself and you post it to whatever Facebook group you're a part of uh, Sudbury Southboro Waltham. So we're doing, we're doing weekly challenges. Like I said, we're, we're doing everything we possibly can. um, Because like I said before, let's see what sticks. Right. I mean, like, what's the worst thing that could happen right now? You roll something out and it doesn't work. Great. That's awesome. Check it off the list. Move on to
2: the next thing. Right. So you offered his discount to your membership 50% for April because everything's going online and digital and, uh, and you say you had a big out out uh, outpouring of support uh saying hey don't do that we, we want to support you guys and i yeah. i hear you 100% uh, a lot of the communities are you got to face that community you know you're you're impacting some person's livelihood you know what you're doing um and how much of you know, what what percentage of your community would you, you get get a sense came through and said you know, you don't don't want a reduction they want to keep it going um
1: so probably like uh which I think is is pretty substantial Um, you know the the last thing that I ever want to do is pass judgment on on anybody and especially right now everybody a lot of them are
2: dealing with their own things like being
1: you know you you just you just have no clue everybody everybody's dealing with different things right now so for me we get an email and somebody saying, hey I want to pay full full amount that's awesome on the flip side We've had people say like, hey, I have to take the proration or I have to be put on hold. We're fine with everything. Um, For us, it doesn't change what we're doing. So my mission right now is to continue to run digital classes at our schedule, pump out as much content as possible, figure out ways to socially engage our members. That's my goal for my members. What we're doing right now for our coaches is we're paying 100% of their salaries. So like I said, we have 10 full-time coaches. We're paying their salary 100%. As long as we can, we will continue to do so. And uh, I'm extremely proud that we're able to do this. We are lucky that we are in this position because we have um, one of our business partners, LJ DeCarlo, is our finance guy. And he's always made sure that we've been in a good position financially. And thankfully, you know, in a time like this, we're feeling pretty good.
2: Oh, it's always good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good Good finance backing is always, uh, always an important thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you focus on what you're good at. I know, I know exactly what I'm good at, and it's not the finance side. We found that out a long time ago. You know, um, what I'm good at is what I'm doing right now, which is, you know, coaching development, leading my coaches, leading my members, and being a leader to our communities. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that is great. And I guess for one of my last questions would just be, you know, you started finding Zoom as a really good resource. Um, my guess is it's free. Is it free for you right now to use?
1: No, we're we've upgraded, and as I see, we're, we're right now we are on their like their base. We have six minutes left in this call. Um, we 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 upgraded probably like the second or third day, so we could have like you know unlimited people, unlimited time, and you know. For, for us, it's like, yeah, I would rather pay for that. It's, it's the same way like the videos that we're putting out on our blog and I'm posting to Instagram every day for free. I've, you know, I'm paying somebody to shoot that content. I'm paying somebody to edit it because why not? This is what we're doing right now. So everything, that, everything that, I, that I do, I wanna do to the best of my ability. So once we figured out, hey, this is how we're gonna shoot classes, we gotta put out a full schedule. Once I figured out, hey, we're gonna put workout videos. I need somebody to shoot them. I need somebody to edit it, and then we quickly become a content company. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we're the best at it, but we're gonna be the best version of ourselves right now that we can be. And there, there are are just a number of other companies that are doing this really, really well right now. I know you guys know Austin James and Spencer. I mean, you know, they are they are pumping out a ton of really good stuff right now. Um, And that's the best thing is like affiliate owners from around the world should feel more connected than ever. This is an opportunity for everybody to share their best practices and truly go out and serve your members, right? And I've I've always felt this way. Like I've never felt like I'm in competition with anybody but myself. Um, But right now it should really feel like, you know, we are all trying to figure out how to do this. The more that we can share, the better it's gonna be.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, that's great. Great summary words too.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, absolutely. So, I mean, I think we can end it right there. Listen, Max, we appreciate you taking the time. Um, it's been it's been a pleasure to to learn from you and understand some of your motivations and your. We're gonna do exactly things. what you do. We're
2: gonna take the, those. And your business and sure approach. <laughs> yeah,
0: we help other gym owners with this. This is, this is going right into the coronavirus uh, enduring <laughs> coronavirus group for all those gym owners who are maybe still having a little bit of a pity party and need some, some of this pick me up, but I think your commitment to engagement is, is a really key piece of that strategy. So great job.
1: I, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate you guys reaching out. I, uh, I listen, everything I said, I, I believe wholeheartedly. And I think that, um, CrossFit affiliates will be stronger after this. I think that there's an opportunity to add another layer to your business. I think coming out of this, if you're shooting a bunch of content, why not keep doing it? I know for us, like I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, hey, remember like during, like when we would have a snow day, we would just like cancel classes. Not anymore. Like now we're going to run <laughs> classes when we have snow days. Exactly. Like, look at that silver lining. How wonderful is that? Like, um, or like we're shooting these videos now, no matter what, I'm going to shoot these videos on Saturday and pop them out to the members because if one person finds value, that's all the value I need.
0: Yeah, it's been a great catalyst for content production. So that, that's awesome. I agree. Awesome. Yeah, for uh, us, yeah. Evan,
1: thank you guys so much. So we hope you hey. found
0: this episode. Valuable Thanks, Max. Always a pleasure. All All right, take care, Max. See you. If know. you're listening to it, give us five stars. Let us know what you liked. Of course, subscribe and share it with your friends. And don't forget to reach out to us if you'd like to be featured yourself or if you want to nominate a guest to be on the show next. You can do this by emailing us over at community@tribe.com. At And that's tribe, T R I I B dot com. Thanks, and we'll see you later.